0: welcome to Zamora Presents The Natural Hair Chronicles. I am your host, your special guru, your teacher, maybe your auntie, <laughs> Tanika Outerbridge. Uh, some call me T, some call me Nika, whatever resonates with you, have at it. Um, I am here to talk to you about all things natural hair, braids, locks, health, wellness, business, and all that fun ooey gooey stuff. So today's topic is about last week. Not last night, last week. I know you guys, if you're following us on Facebook, you saw all those posts with all those white girls and you're probably like, What? So what is going on with some more natural hair? <laughs> did they convert? Did they did they move over to the other side? What happened? <laughs> anyway, um I'm just here to tell you what happened. Um we did get some I didn't get any inquiries. I got a couple of comments from friends, fun comments. Um, nothing negative. Um, and I love that about you all that you are not in that negative space. And that makes me very happy and very delighted that um, you guys are not, you know, in that negative headspace because this is hair. Hair is hair. If you guys have listened to the last podcast, you know how I feel about it. This is business, this is hair and we carry ourselves appropriately. And with that being said, the state of Massachusetts contacted Zamora Natural Hair, because their natural hair and braid laws are actually a, a little strict. So in order to do natural hair and braids in Massachusetts, you actually have to have a cosmetology license which I agree with. I am not for hairstylists, natural hairstylists and braiders not having any training, any licensing or anything like that. The problem is, is that these states that require natural hair and braiding licensing doesn't have natural hair and braiding schools in them. So that's where the challenge kind of begins in different states and them trying to build this whole natural hair and braid licensing thing, right? So the state of Massachusetts has decided that they will not have a separate licensing, that in order to do natural hair and braiding, you have to get your cosmetology license. And a lot of people are against this. Um, I am not one of those people, again, um and so the state of Massachusetts their vocational schools they have over 46 vaca- vocational schools and they contacted us to help set the standard and help train their trainers. An amazing opportunity. Um I feel blessed. I feel um delighted, happy. Um just ecstatic. It was an amazing experience. And so I am able to fully share with you guys that whole experience now that it's done and um, we are moving on to other things. So anyway, the 46 schools, we went to go train their regionals. And so their regionals can train their 200 instructors um, in a hands-on class. We will be training the 200 instructors via online. Let me tell you guys, this Zamora Natural Hair Training Sensor is top notch. It is, I have to say so myself because nobody else is going to say it. <laughs> Nobody's going to say it but me. But we are top notch. This program is thorough. It is unique. It is amazing and it is needed. We grant certifications to people in the US, Canada, Europe, Africa, the Caribbean. We have students all over this globe. We are empowering humans through natural hair and braiding. Um. Yes, <laughs> yes. And it is a blessing and sometimes, Us black folks, we like to think that um, we keep everything to ourselves. And I have heard this from other salon owners that they want to keep this to ourselves. The problem with that is we don't own that. We don't own schools. We're not training people. We're just doing hair and owning salons. And so the people that are training people to learn how to do this stuff need to be trained. How about that? You go into a cosmetology school, how many black teachers do you see? Not many. Not unless you in a, a concentrated black area. And yes, I'm going in that direction. Like, If you want to see change, you have to be the change. If you want to see more black instructors, become a black instructor. If you want to see these things, you have to be the change. And so that's what I that's what I am. I am the change. I am the one that brings, um, I, I combine the two worlds to create something amazing that is in hair, beauty, and business. You know, that's what I do. If y'all didn't know, that's what I do. (laughs) Anyway, um, so, they needed us to come in and help train their trainers how to do natural hair and braiding because natural hair and braiding is a part of their cosmetology program. They will be testing in it and and so it is infused with their cosmetology program, which I have not seen a state do yet um, and so they are pioneers when it comes to that just not just saying that you need a natural hair and braid. You need to have a cosmetology license to do natural hair and braiding, but they are also providing the education to stand by what they require. And these are high schools. So these high schoolers are getting an advantage in learning both types of hair. It is so amazing. It is so groundbreaking. I wish I was on channel nine news telling y'all this story, but instead I'm on some more natural hair braiding LLC, (laughs) but it's all good. Anyway, so They needed that. And sometimes as a company or as an individual, you think you need something, but you're not sure. And what is your deciding factor is usually the funds, right? Can I afford this? Does this make sense? And I've had cosmetology schools contact me and they don't want to spend the money to make this happen. Black cosmetology schools. So, When you have a school that is a state, a whole state that is willing to put the funds behind what they want from their students, you can do nothing but applaud them. Like it is an amazing feat. And I can't say that enough. I really can't. Because like I said, I've had black companies, I've had black cosmetology schools that have contacted us and wanted us to do things for free. If you guys want to see change, you have to pay people to do the work. I'm sorry. This is, this is, this is hitting a nerve for me because you guys, you big businesses contact me and you want to do stuff for free. You want us to teach your people for free. And that is not right. (laughs) Can I say sidebar? That is not right. I can name some really large organizations that have contacted us and don't, understand that this is work. And sometimes we don't understand that doing hair is work in general. And I've said this many times. My dad used to say, doing hair is not a real job. That should be your side gig. This is not a side gig. This is a full-time gig. For all my full-time stylists, can you just put a heart up there when y'all watch this? Because people give us so much problems and so much backlash for us doing hair full time as if it is not a full time gig as if we don't really make money as if this is just for fun and kicks and giggles and mind you doing hair is fun as hell like this is this is a fun gig i've been doing this 20 something plus years a long time and this is Fun stuff, you know, shop talk and doing hair and learning new styles, going to trade shows, like that's the best. How about going into the Beauty for You? The Beauty for You is like utopia for me. It's so amazing. If you don't know about Beauty for You, Google it. Well, they don't have an online presence, not a strong presence, but they're in uh, Maryland, PG County. I don't know if there are any other counties. All I know in PG County, they rule the world and they're the best and they're not paying me to say this. And I wish they was because I love them so much, but I feel like I'm at home when I'm in beauty for you, when I'm in the trade shows, you know, I'm so glad the trade shows are coming back. And they are, you know, uh, starting back up because we need that. That's what we thrive on as hairstylists. We thrive on that fun stuff, be meeting other hairstylists. Anyway, let me go back to Massachusetts. So Massachusetts, I got to train um, t- nine hairstylists, nine instructors, which was cool hanging around nine hairstylists that have been in this industry as mo almost as long as I have. And that was so much fun. That was so cool. Um I just love hairstylists. We are a different breed of people and we know how to have fun, and we know how to take care of business. You want to have fun? Hang out with a hairstylist. (laughs) Hairstylist, makeup artist, nail artist. Hang out with them people, and you will have a good time all day long. Like, this is real talk. (laughs) Anyway, um, all right. So, they needed us to come in and train And that's what we did. We did a three day program there. And you guys seen probably some pictures and some videos and things like that on our Facebook and on my Instagram. If you're not following me on Instagram, please do so at Sneaker Outerbridge. Um, on Facebook. Of course, we're here live and um, you can listen to the podcast on Spotify and wherever you may listen to podcasts. But anyway, um, follow us everywhere you can because, you know, different different venues, I do different things and I'm trying to stay on top of it. I'm trying to stay on top of this. This social media thing is a beast. Can I tell you, all when you're trying to work a business, live a business, and then you got to post and all of that, it's, it's, it's work. <laughs> it is work. <laughs> anyway, so let's go back. Um, And so how did we help them? We came in, we we created a semi-customized curriculum. I added some things that I don't normally teach in our natural hair program. And I did that because they are licensed cosmetologists. So what was cool is we got to do color and cuts, irons, um, the curling irons, flat irons, um, the straightening comb, and all of that. And that's not something I get to do because my students, some of them are not licensed cosmetologists. One day I may create a program just for licensed cosmetologists that can learn all of that stuff. But if you guys want to learn cuts, colors, irons, heat, you got to go to cosmetology school. That's all to it. You got to go to school. And I had a whole post about that last week. Uh, not last week, but a couple of weeks ago, you know, I have been kind of MIA because we've been dealing with this really big project. And so you're probably asking Tanika, why, why, why would you go? And so I'm all about change and change means teaching others how to deal with our hair. How, how to really manipulate, care for, and you and have us as a focus instead of being afraid of doing natural hair. Like who wants to be afraid? You know, you see a bushy head and you're afraid to do it. And so they acknowledged that this was their weakness. And then when they acknowledged that, we were able to come in and help them target their weakness and make their weakness a strength. And this is just life in general. If you have a weakness that you need to work on, if you are a hairstylist or you're a salon owner or a product owner, or um, I don't know, you, and you know, you have a weakness, you have to get educated and you have to work on that weakness. I take classes every year and not just hair classes, you know, yoga. I took yoga, meditation. I mean, like teachers training, like classes that cost me over a thousand bucks. (laughs) You got to spend money on yourself if you want to succeed. And so I've yoga, meditation, um I'm in a metaphysical class and I'm working on getting working on getting started on that um health coaching along with you know going to trade shows before covid going to trade shows and And, you know, taking their classes there, when you go to trade shows, you can take like, they have like a billion classes in all in one location within those three days. If you take those classes and you can really get so much out of it and even talking to other salon owners, networking with people. And I know that, you know, a lot of times right now, nobody wants to talk to anybody because of COVID, But talk to people and learn what they know and, you know, get in. Like we have internship programs, apprenticeship programs where you can go into a salon as a manager or as a stylist, as a loctician and be able to work and work side by side with the owner and be able to um, learn and grow in that way. So never be afraid to spend money. Either on your business or on yourself, N- don't be afraid to spend time learning something uh, new, you know, taking the time to practice, taking the time to read and taking the time to learn things. And you know, YouTube is amazing. Like I've gotten so much. I listen to all my mantras and all my meditations are from YouTube. I love YouTube. But YouTube doesn't teach you everything that you need to know professionally. So what it does is kind of those teasers. And if you want to learn more, you have to buy in, right? You got to buy in. And it's nothing wrong with buying in and creating a better you. You upgrade you when you invest in you mantra of the day. (laughs) Anyway, um, it was an amazing experience. Um, like I said, we did three days there. We ate so much lobster. Let's talk about the fun stuff. So probably the the interesting part is, you know, my son was a little scared about us going to Massachusetts because of they got some racial issues. We did not experience any of that. Uh, it was actually really amazing. We were, you know, wasn't a lot of lot. It wasn't a lot of us there, but that's okay. I've traveled the world and I've been many places where there was wasn't a lot of black people, so that doesn't bother me. But what was amazing? Because my 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 fun thing that I had to do while I was there was eat lobster. I don't know if we posted those videos or those pictures or not, but we ate lobster for days. Lobster was so cheap, like a whole lobster, 20 bucks, 20 whole, but a whole cooked lobster. (laughs) It was, the food was amazing. Um, and so we were, let's, let me tell you where we were. Wareham. We were in Wareham. That's where we took, taught the class. Um, So we were not in the city. We were kind of in the suburban area, which was really cool. A lot of cranberries, a lot of cranberry farms. (laughs) And um, we met some cool instructors, some cool people along the way. Ate good food, drank good drinks, and headed back to New York and went to the hair wholesalers. I should have recorded that, but I didn't. I'm working on trying to document all of the stuff as like a a salon owner and a business owner. But sometimes I try, not sometimes, all the times, I am just trying to be in the moment. And sometimes when you're trying to be in the moment, you forget to record. And I kind of forgot to record, but I do have some cool hair suppliers for my students. It, when we start getting into our new weaving classes, I have human hair wigs and all that kind of stuff that we'll be offering to students who enter the wig class, which is coming soon to a theater near you. <laughs> it's coming soon, and so when that happens, you'll get to see the hair. Uh, we're la- relaunching our product line. We suspended it. Uh, actually all of 2020, uh, once COVID hit and my mother got really sick, I suspended a lot of extra business activities and the products was w- one of that. So uh, we are relaunching that and that is really cool. Anyway, so we went to New York. We, we did like eight, we walked eight miles. I tracked it on my phone. We walked like eight miles in New York looking for hair. <laughs> Welcome to my world. <laughs> looking for hair. It was fun. And we did find some cool spots. And maybe I'll do like a road trip to the hair shops or something. I don't know. I got to do something cool with that um, as, as we move forward. So we spent a couple of days in New York eating Spanish food. If y'all don't know, I am from the Bronx. And my family is in Co-op City. So we spent some time in Co-op City. We ate at Sangria like twice. If you in the Bronx, go to Sangria. They got like brunch. They got a DJ. It was really cool. And then we headed back to the Maryland area. So I am here in Tyson's corner. I'm considering moving out to Tyson's. So I've been just living in a hotel to see how I feel. it, And I love it here. I love Tyson's. It's so beautiful. It's so lovely. <laughs> and I'm considering opening up, um, you know, maybe a small office space here to teach students here in Virginia. So, you know, that's all that went on last week going on to this week. All the fun stuff that we've been doing and the projects we've been working on and uh, what's to come. So what's to come is we'll be with Massachusetts uh, for the rest of the year working and training their 200 students and building um, an amazing program in their vocational school system. So I applaud them for all of that and um, taking, taking the leap, taking that jump. And I encourage other states, other businesses to do the same. Contact Zamora Natural Hair. My shameless plug, contact us so we can help you be better <laughs> anyway um life is good um you know, I hope you all have a good mind space and you are open and receptive to success. And when you are open and receptive to success, success comes to you. And so that is your affirmation for today. I am open and receptive to success. Like be open and receptive. If you're a business owner and you're struggling and you want to do business differently, you want to do business better, just sometimes you just have to open up your mind and your heart just so you can receive whatever's coming to you. Because I have to admit, there were times where I got big opportunities, but I really wasn't able to receive it. I felt maybe this is too good to be true or I'm not good enough. And you know, when I say this to people, they always think that Oh, you felt like that? Yeah, I'm a human being. <laughs> I felt like that. Everybody has always has a feeling of not feeling good enough. Or not being feeling like they can do enough or whatever. And so, if you're in that space, I'm telling you, stop talking to yourself in that way. When you find yourself talking to yourself that way, you stop it and you say, I am open and receptive to good. I am open and receptive to success. My business is successful. I love what I do. I love my clients. I love my employees. And, you know, success will slowly start coming to you and opening up to you as you open up to it. If you always see bad in the world, bad is in your world. When you see good in the world, good is in your world. So, to my business owners, just keep it going. Um, if you want to be an instructor, we do have an instructor's program coming, uh, probably, uh, I'm trying to get it going by August 21st. I have a lot that I'm trying to get going by August 21st. Uh, but if it's not, if it's not there, then it will definitely be there in November, but, um, and if you don't want to be an instructor and you're just a salon owner that you just want to just build your business, then you need to be a part of my VIP program where I help you personally one-on-one and I mentor you and we get your business going and, you know, bring on success. How about that? Bring, bring on success. I accept that. Success. So stop talking yourself out of it. I've seen it many times with students saying, I'm not good enough. Why am I doing this? I'll never make money. Don't talk to yourself that way. Give yourself some time to learn and master your craft and be the stylist that you want to be, be the owner that you want to be, be amazing and, you know, make people look pretty. That's what we're here for making people look pretty. That's what we do. (laughs) It's an amazing job. Anyway, I love you all and I wish success and prosperity, love and light for everyone. Peace.